Episode 6 of White Lotus, Season 2 from HBO Max, has just concluded. And, we are now one episode away from the finale of Season 2. How was Episode 6? And, what can we expect in a finale? Let's talk about it. But first... Let us begin. Hello everyone, welcome to Brew Stilled. I'm here with Brandon, and for this edition of Brew Stilled, I'm recapping episode 6 from season 2 of The White Lotus from HBO Max. We are now one episode away from the finale, which I do believe will be highly dramatic. But first though, before I recap the episode, what beer am I pairing for episode 6 of The White Lotus from HBO Max? That beer is called River Kalash from Moxa Brewing in Rockland, California. This beer is a hoppy kalash, which I don't see very often actually, which really does add to the uniqueness of this excellent craft beer. This beer is brewed with cashmere hops. It has an ABV of 5.6% that comes with a 16 ounce can. The flavor is really nice. It's a really light beer that also comes with a really nice flavor. The flavor of this beer does have like a lemon lime taste to it which really does add to the flavor of this beer which is also nice on the palate. But it really stands out with this beer in that it's a hoppy kalash which also has a light coloring to it and a very smooth light taste. And that beer is called River Kalash from Moxa Brewing in Rockland, California. If you find it, definitely do check it out. So now, it's time for me to recap Episode 6 of The White Lotus Season 2 from HBO Max. If you've not seen the series and you want to watch it, do not proceed forward because there will be spoilers. Ready? Well, here we go. So here I go with my recap of Episode 6 from The White Lotus and HBO Max. The episode begins where Ethan and Harper discuss their mutual lack of attraction with one another, with Harper asking Ethan if he still desires her. Ethan says he does, but Harper's also clearly skeptical of this by saying the phrase, they're too young to be acting that old, meaning that Harper believes their marriage is indeed going downhill, even though Ethan sees the other way. This scene definitely shows their marriage isn't likely to survive this season. It gets worse later in the episode when Harper sees Cameron interacting with Mia and Lucha in the hotel lobby over the money that they're owed to them from their night with Ethan and Cameron. Cameron tells Mia and Lucha they're gonna get their money, which stands at 1300 euros, but Harper's looking on the whole time, raising her suspicion about Cameron. There's then a scene later on the beach where Harper is interacting with Cameron on the beach. Ethan becomes increasingly suspicious that Harper is cheating on him with Cameron. There's also a scene later in the episode where Ethan suspects Cameron has been sleeping with Harper in her hotel room, even having an hallucination about the entire thing. Which really does show a really psychedelic and very dreamy-like scene during Ethan's hallucination with Cameron and Harper. Over breakfast, still reading for the previous night's revelation in the house of Quentin, in where Tanya saw Quentin and Jack in a very intimate activity, Tanya tries to warn Portia about Jack, but Tanya does stop short telling Portia what she saw the night before with Jack and Quentin. The DeGrasso's then go on a visit to their home ancestors to track down their blood relatives. Albert brings Lucha along as a translator, but Alesso follows them, and a plan to have Lucha as a translator are then derailed, and where Alesso demands that Lucha comes with him. Lucha eventually agrees to accompany him, going against the wishes of DeGrasso's. The DeGrasso's arrive at their ancestral village and locate a DeGrasso family there, who are all three different women of three different ages. The DeGrasso's come unannounced, and despite their best efforts, the three women angrily turned them away. Bert is really despondent about this, very depressed, as he hoped for a much happier family reunion. It's also one of the more comedic moments of the episode, but also hints of drama, in particular with Bert's reaction to this entire scene, which really does show the power of the passage of time. One moment though that really stand out in the scene was when the older woman of the three women said she has placed a curse on the DeGrasso's, meaning Bert, 
Albi, and Dominic. Is that sign of what is to come later in the season, particularly next week with the finale? Lucha then returns to the hotel that night, and she tells Albi that she can only leave a lesson once she pays him the money that she owes, which is coming from Cameron and Ethan. Valentina, the hotel manager, enjoys her first night with Mia, after Isabella, the consigliere, with whom Valentina is infatuated with, reveals that she's engaged to fellow hotel employee Rocco, which devastates Valentina. Later we see Tanya with Portia at the house, and where Tanya hints to Portia that Jack may not be Quentin's nephew. Quentin then hits up Tanya with a friend of his who's also a cocaine dealer, who then engages in a very intimate activity with Tanya. But also, Tanya does search around the house of Quentin, and where Tanya finds a framed photo of Quentin with with another man from many years ago who does resemble Greg, her husband, which comes from their younger years. There is also a moment during the episode, and we're during the party, and where Quentin does give Tanya a very ominous look, which really does show that Quentin does have something planned along with Jack. During the night in the town, a drunken Jack admits a Portia that Quentin and his friends have spent all their money on their luxuries and ambitions. Jack's drunken behavior is starting to wear thin on Portia, and where Portia does ask Jack early in the episode what are his goals, and Jack says he has none. So it does appear we're seeing a break in between the connection between Jack and Portia, and where Portia is starting to get tired of Jack, but she's still with him, as they so do have some kind of a connection. Jack then cryptically implies that Quentin rescued him from dire circumstances in exchange for personal favors. And that is where the episode ends. Now, this is the last episode we'll have before the finale of Season 2 of The White Lotus from HBO Max. It was a very unique episode with a lot of wild action and also several hints of what is to come in the finale. But, just like in the episode, there are questions I saw in this episode, my first one, and that is, could it be that Ethan is overthinking this whole thing between Cameron and Harper? I think so. Maybe there's something going on between Cameron and Harper, but I don't think there's enough strong evidence to prove that just yet. I think what's happened is, is that Ethan is overthinking the whole thing. But the idea that Harper Harper's feeling situation also doesn't help. Her behavior in this episode towards Cameron definitely does feel suspicious that Ethan has. Now, Ethan and Harper are clearly both suspicious of one another, and I think the Harper is just trying to get back at Ethan. And Ethan, in my view, is just a victim of circumstance. He was always in the wrong place, at the wrong time, with the wrong guy, with Cameron. And now, he's dealing with the consequences of the entire thing. But also Harper, her behavior too, doesn't help the entire situation, even though she clearly has a right to be suspicious of Ethan. But I think that Ethan is overthinking this whole thing, but maybe there's something else that we have yet to see that we'll see in the finale. But right now, based on what I saw in the past episodes, and in this one, it's all in Ethan's head. The next question is, does Quentin have mob ties? There's a moment in this episode where Tanya uses the word mafia, and where Quentin says they don't use that word in Palermo, and also does seem to hint that maybe Quentin does have ties with the mob, in Sicily, and also be able to play a big role in the finale, and that Tanya and Portia got themselves in a trap with Quentin and the mob that he's with. Or maybe there's other people that Quentin has ties to, but clearly Quentin does have himself some dire financial situations, and maybe he's just using Tanya for her money. So Quentin maybe doesn't have mob ties, or maybe he does, but here's, we, but here's one thing we do know, he has ties with some very powerful and diabolical people who we'll get to see during the season 2 finale of The White Lotus. But there's one thing I do know, Quentin has pulled off a very effective con on Tanya and also Portia. My next question is, has karma caught up to Tanya? I think so. Tanya's actions in season one from the White Lotus really did screw up a hotel employee she was looking to make a business deal with, only for Tanya to back out at the last minute. Now here we see Tanya making that strong connection with Quentin, but maybe just karma catching up to Tanya from her actions from season one, and she may too feel the same thing she felt that she inflicted an employee from season one, 
with Quentin being the guy that makes it all happen, and where Karma finally catches up to Tanya. My last question is, this goes back to the scene earlier in the episode, in where the Degracios were told by the old lady that she has placed a curse on them. They most likely did not hear what she said, but I do wonder, did that old lady really place a curse on the Degracios, and will that curse play a strong role in the ending for Season 2 that goes back to the first scene we saw from Season 2 in Episode 1? I think there's a strong possibility that the moment where the old lady placed a curse in her view on the Degracios will play a strong role in how the season ends. And that there concludes my questions from episode 6 of The White Lotus from season 2 in HBO Max. We shall see how the finale unfolds in episode 7 for season 2, which I do believe will be highly dramatic, and much more dramatic than season 1. For now though, that should do it for me on this edition of Bruce Stilled. Please do tell your friends and family about this podcast, and please rate this podcast in your desired podcast directory, as feedback is always appreciated. Also do follow this podcast on Instagram at Bruce Stilled Podcast on Instagram. Also do stay tuned for future guest interviews, NFL football coverage, craft beer coverage, and more pop culture recaps from the television shows recapped on this podcast. In the meantime, do enjoy some good craft beer, bourbon, and whiskey. I'm your host Brandon, thank you for joining me. And I'll see you next time. And until then, be brewed and be distilled, folks. Cheers. Uh